0: yo 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 what is up my people man welcome back to the saucy takes podcast we bringing you an episode man gators out of town he's on a cruise doing his thing you know swift is banned until he wins a game essentially and <laughs> we have uh we got hunter here man hunter is back um how you doing man how you been man
1: i have been all right uh i've been okay went to the uh went to the dolphins game on Sunday. It's Dolphins Steelers Sunday night football. It was electric. I think I saw like three fights. Um all dolphins fans won, of course. Um and yeah, we got the dub. My fantasy team has been performing absolutely horrendous.
0: Yeah, man, we're, we're definitely going to get to how shitty your team is or has been at least so far. <laughs> But we're going to talk, man, we, we did the saucy takes last week, um, Hunter, me and Gator. We're just going to recap some of these, man. Uh, obviously, they're saucy for a reason, but we started off with Tyler Heineke uh, last week. He was ranked quarterback 23, and we said he was going to finish top 12, finish top 14. Uh, I think that's a, I think that doesn't fully qualify as a dub, but I definitely think that's not a, it's not a horrible take. I mean, it's not an 14, L. It's yeah, not a exactly. dub,
1: but it's not an L. Did you
0: did you see any of this uh Packers game with Heineke?
1: No, no, I did um, not. Unfortunately, my yeah. you know it streaming was... services weren't working too well.
0: Hey man. Tyler Heineke. Let's just say he got some balls on him, man. He throws that shit up to Terry and he lets Terry go beat Terry.
1: So i <sighs> love not need Jahan Notson back.
0: <laughs> Makes two of us. I have him in another league. And you know, moving on, man. We had uh I had David Montgomery busting. I, uh, he was ranked twentieth. I had him outside the top thirty-five, and he finished twenty-four. I don't think that's a bad.
1: That's a bad. You yeah you you missed on that one, buddy.
0: Yeah, I think that's you missed a miss.
1: it by eleven spots.
0: Eleven spots. Yeah, That's definitely a swing and a miss. Um, but at least he, he he did worse than what he was projected. But he got that tutty. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Dare I say I still think, Julio Herbert looks better.
1: Yes, he does. Khalil Herbert is the better running back. That is a, that's a fact.
0: It's crazy that they beat the fucking Patriots.
1: They beat exactly. them bad. It's crazy that they scored exactly. 33 points. That's exactly. the crazy
2: yeah.
0: part. Yeah. Joseph was like, oh, maybe I, I should start Justin Fields next week. I'm like, dude, if you ever say that out loud to yourself, that should, you yeah, should be honest. No. I
1: don't started. know why Justin Fields is on his roster, but whatever. I don't know. We move. Know.
0: Yeah, we're moving on, man. Super quick here. Uh, We got Gators take his bust was Brees Hall. He was ranked 11. He said he was going to finish outside the top 24 and he finished 22nd. I'm gonna let you take care of this one. Cause he's on your team. So I know. Yeah.
1: This. Um, yeah. Brees Hall was projected 14.23 points in a PPR format. He had 13.2. He had four carries, no, no targets, no receptions. He had 13.2 points on four carries. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you can call it a bust. He basically met his projection. He did get injured. I think that if he if he does not get injured, he might he might finish as the RB one. <laughs> like you know, yeah. just based off of the trajectory that he was going. I mean, what do you what are you going to do there? No,
0: but I, mean, you- I definitely think it's a miss. Obviously, he put outside top twenty four. He finished twenty second. But like, we're not going to count this as a dub or a miss just because it's an injury. We never want to see those. Um, unfortunately, yeah. it's one of the I would say, if not the best running back this year out of this draft class, Kenneth Walker might have something to say about it, but definitely one of one of two and, and both have been literally elite. Like Brees Hall has outperformed his draft stock up until this point, and then some I would say.
1: Yeah, he Pretty was the uh he was the RB seven. Uh, I think he was. He's probably one of two or three running backs. I, I don't exactly know the this, this statistic, but he's one of two or th- two or three running backs that have finished with double-digit fantasy points in every single game this season. Um, wow. RB seven. I got him in the sixth round, mid sixth round in our draft. People were hating on me, saying it was a bad pick, and obviously I, I didn't it was say not. That,
0: but, but but I mean, I, I do think he was. You know, he was in a murky situation to start the year, but I, I ultimately think talent always wins out. Or not always, but with good coaching staffs, it wins out. And I do think, dare I say, the Jets have at least some kind of competent coaching because they're winning games with Zach Wilson at quarterback.
1: I think the Jets' the Jets offense was entirely Brees Hall. And I think yeah. that it's, it's really going to fall apart. We'll see if James Robinson is a an accept, acceptable su- substitute for Brees Hall, but yeah. I don't think he will be.
0: No, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you right there. He was definitely the focal point of that offense. And he he's kind of what, because, you know, they weren't the most efficient offense, but he would just break one out every week and get into the end zone. Literally four straight weeks with the touchdown. Elite yeah. numbers. My boom was Sir Najee Harris. He was 18. I had him top eight. Finished 28. I would say that's another miss. Your boy is struggling this week when it comes to running backs personally. But... I don't know, man. I like the volume that he was getting. I don't think he looked horrible. It's just oh, he this horrible. offense. This offense doesn't get into the and it's just, just it's not good enough, man. The Steelers' offense is just not good enough. And you know, shout out to Dolphins' defense. They're they're playing pretty good, but that that last play that um it through. I don't know who he threw to because he
1: threw to was it Pickens.
0: I, I think it was Claypool, but I mean, might as well have been the Dolphins corner because what the fuck was that? It was yeah. horrendous.
1: Kenny Pickett runs there. He might get a touchdown, but there is a 100% chance that he gets a first down and yeah. he gets out of bounds. I, I don't uh, know. I
2: don't what know what to think. The, yeah.
0: <laughs> I definitely miss on this one, though. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to give uh, Gator some props on his last boom because uh, I'm pulling him up right here. Ezekiel Elliott, man. absolute. Banger of a pick. He was ranked 17. He said he was going to finish top five. He finished 12th. That's not really the reason I'm going to give Gator credit. He said he was going to score two touchdowns. And little do we know, Zeke scored exactly two touchdowns. So if you would have bet that two touchdown prop, uh, send some donations to Gator's way, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's on the cruise right now, man. He's living life, man. A little extra change for them. Excursions. They don't be hurting, man. So so go hit my boy up on his Twitch and and send him some gifted subs or something. I, I think yeah, Zeke Zeke was Zeke was great, honestly, this week and Pollard too. Just it, take away Detroit's defense, awful. Start every running back against Detroit; they are putrid on defense.
1: I think I think a bigger takeaway from that game, rather than Zeke, is how Dallas scored. How many points did Dallas score? Twenty four, and they got like a last second touchdown, right?
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't
1: how hard. do you only score twenty four points against Detroit's defense? I mean that defense is horrific. It they is a, really bad.
0: They threw a two yard touchdown pass to like uh some some guy I had never heard of. His name's Henderson. P Henderson.
1: Yeah. On like the last play of the game or something like that. Or... Yeah,
0: to, so Dak can get his fantasy score up there. Thank but God he, he did. He literally said it too post uh post game. And, I mean, unfortunately, going from one of Gators' best plays to what I think is probably the worst pick we've ever had in the history of the show, the Drake London boom. He had Drake London going top 15. He was ranked 25. He finished 85.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Exactly what you just said, man. Drake bro.
1: London, I it's not anybody on the Atlanta Falcons is not a sustainable fantasy option.
0: Is is um, Kyle Pitts a bench candidate?
1: Kyle Pitts is like a drop candidate. I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't if Kyle Pitts isn't
1: you. drafted, where he's where he's like, if Kyle Pitts' ADP isn't that high, he gone. he's he's like not on a roster. You know, nobody has him. He doesn't do anything.
0: Drake London started the year so well, but then this team really started showing their true colors. The fact that they don't want to throw the ball. And it's crazy because this game, they were down 17 to nothing and they were still running the ball. They were down 17 to nothing and Marcus Mariota threw 13 pass attempts. I don't want nobody to do with this team. Nobody. Not Mariota.
1: Maybe, maybe 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 cordo patterson when he comes back maybe
0: maybe yeah we we have to see how like the schedule shake, shapes out i know he's going to miss two to three more weeks so he might be seeing chicago washington washington's actually been very very good against running back so i don't know but uh, <laughs> again guys this this feels like the bears 2.0 i'll be very very honest i don't like it so yeah it's bad going from his shit like that was that was probably his worst pick to my worst pick, I said Juju was gonna bust. I, I said outside top forty, and I should have said just top four and not not with the T because he literally finished fourth. I sold. Juju looked. This entire offense looks fucking incredible. I I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know. They said that they were playing Warzone together the day before, and they had the comms. It was him. Uh, Kelsey, Mahomes, and MVS, and they were just hopping in a war zone, getting dubs. Apparently, that's what they said, man. Post game conference, I was like, I mean, I guess, like, how does that get you seven for one twenty four in a tutty? If that's the case, man, we, if, if I ever, if y'all ever see me playing pickup, just know I played Warzone zone beforehand because we we got to go and <laughs> Yeah it's literally incredible what this man just did. Uh, how do you didn't you drop him in the league?
1: I did drop him, yeah. That's uh I have I have about a thousand wide receivers on my roster. Uh and I've slowly started weeding them out. Um and he was a drop can. He was the worst wide receiver I had on my roster. I, you know, I just there's no other way to put it. Are you gonna keep are you keeping him over Devontae Adams? No.
0: No, obviously are you, not.
1: Are you keeping him over Michael Pittman? No. Are you keeping him over uh Amari Cooper? No. Are you keeping him over AJ Brown? No. The only option that there was was Alan Lazard, and just based on when I dropped him, Alan Lazard was outperforming him by miles.
0: Yeah, you definitely should have looked to trade him, but I mean, I I don't
1: I, don't I did to... I did look to trade him. Do you remember? Uh, we you and me saw... we talked we talked about it for I want to say six hours. Uh, you didn't want him, so
0: I did not want him, and I mean, low key, I kind of regret it, but at the same time, not really. I don't I don't know I don't know if this is sustainable. I mean, if you have him. Hold on to Juju because he is he is doing you good. That offense is doing you good. So I I mean everybody was clicking that last game. Even MBS had over 100 yards only on three catches. That's definitely my I, f- I, f- I fumbled that bag. But moving on to some better takes, we have Gators, uh bust of the week, Tyler Lockett. Um was ranked 14. He said he would finish outside the top 30, and he finished 32, right on the cusp um had the target volume you would like but just absolutely no yards per catch 7 catches 45 yards 8 targets i don't know just didn't look pretty what do you what do you think And yeah. this is with with dk getting hurt too
1: yeah that's what i was about to say it's it's this offense is uh electric which is weird to say.
0: Dare we say?
1: <laughs> dare, we, dare I say that the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith at the helm, their offense is electric. If I would have said that before the season, somebody might have smacked me. I mean. They
0: would have laughed in your face, bro. I yeah, of
1: them. it is. And so you have your top two offensive options in DK Metcalf uh, and Tyler Lockett really not performing that well. And you're still dropping 37 points. Um. Kenneth Walker breakout game. Uh, Yeah, just
0: Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, like... Nuclear.
1: It's always the worst when you have have players on a team and then you just see, like, a bum who's, like, never... You've never even heard of score, like, three touchdowns for, like, 250 yards. It's like, who is this guy?
0: It is literally the worst experience in fantasy is when, like... For the Ravens, like Demarcus Robinson will score a touchdown. You're like, come on,
1: come on. Guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's 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 a tough. It's bad. It's tough. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like watching that angled guy for the Dolphins score a touchdown. You hate to see.
1: I don't think he scored a touchdown this season. Yeah, but
0: I'm saying it's the same thing. It's somebody. <laughs> <you know. laughs> exactly. And the last guy, which I did hit on, give myself some props, man. It's F1 season, man. Scary Terry hours. I said he was going to boom. He, they had him ranked 27. He finished top 15. I mean, I had him top 15. He finished 11. So um, I know his stats five for 73 and a touchdown. They don't look, I would, you know, his yardage doesn't look elite, but he literally iced that game. They, they were, it wasn't looking too good for, for Washington. And on, on a second and like 10, they threw him a whip route and he cooked Jair Alexander and proceeded to get like, 12, 13 yak yards. He beat him down the field for a bomb touchdown. He got missed a couple of times by Heineke and he was actually beating him. And then on third and nine, Heineke just threw up a prayer and and Terry brought it down to like literally win him the game. They just like kneeled it out from there. And this is one of the things I talked about with Gator, man. The two games that Terry McLaurin has played with Tyler Heineke as a starting quarterback versus the Green Bay Packers, he averaged over 20 fantasy points a game and he finished with 19.
1: There you go
0: it's literally that simple analytics
1: analytics don't lie
0: analytics don't lie man heineke knows how to get this man the ball it's just sometimes it's literally that simple um finally they got you know we'll we'll get to it but there's another person who finally started getting the ball and he finally performed this year so i mean that does it for our our saucy takes i would say we had a uh, or me and gator had a pretty rough week once you say we were this was the worst week we've had last week we were elite you know it comes it comes with the it comes with the takes, man. Sometimes you just yeah. struggle. We're gonna it's, go to uh... That. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, was, it was a bad week. Rough week. <laughs> it was just...
0: I mean, the Heineke, uh, Zeke a little bit, Najee Snow, Brace doesn't count. Yeah, it's just... Uh, again, it's probably the worst week we've had. But, hopefully we can make up for it here with some Stellars and Sellers. We're going to start off with... Uh, I thought this was the matchup of the week. It was the two top teams. They were both 5-1 and one going into it. Uh, I picked Gator, as Gator picked himself as well. And he lost. Cherry, you know, Herbert, Jess Jess, just on a, on a tear this year. I
1: mean, she scored 180 points. She was the top scorer on the week with a combined... points from Michael Gallup and Drake Drake London. London. Also, 7.7 from Robert Tunyon. Not a great performance, but what will get you to 180 points is 26 points from your defense, is 23 points from your flex player, is 30 points from your wide receiver three. The fact that this is crazy. Tyler Boyd just had one of those games uh and obviously we know her running back situation it is elite, elite. josh elite. jacobs nick chubb her quarterback station her situation is pretty good i would say dare you know dare i say like one of the best geno smith with geno smith at the helm i mean he's been performing out of his mind Yeah. and justin herbert Maybe. we know what he can do uh yeah gator losing this game it's not I a know. great look
0: on his team, I, I will say, obviously, you 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 touched on her on her stellars I don't know, I I know we mentioned her running backs, but Josh Jacobs in specific just went absolutely bonkers this week. He he looks like somebody you don't like. Do not trade this man away. At but don't sell high on this man because I don't think selling high on him exists. I think he's gonna be RB one rest of the year. Like like top ten running back rest of the year confirmed. Not like the best one, but top ten.
1: Yeah, know he's, he's, he's an elite-level option for sure. Uh, it just yeah. took a while for Josh McDaniels to realize that he had a running back in the backfield. Uh, I don't think that he knew Josh, Josh Jacobs existed until about week four. Uh, thankfully, he realized that he does, uh, and Josh Jacobs is showing everybody why he should get a big contract. He's proving yeah. the haters wrong.
0: One thing, one thing we like to say, man, is don't play with people's money because when you play with people's money shit start getting funny man. Yeah, That's- they
1: decl- they decline the fifth year option on him and he's having a career year. So
0: and it happens it happens just about every year. I'm not yep. going lie. whoever just take take chances on those players who are on contract years because it's they're due to ball out. Talking about balling out for Gator though, he had Patty with 31. I would say that was one of his biggest stellars as well as Mr. um Mike Williams was going to be a stellar but he unfortunately got hurt. Late in yes, game.
1: For sure. Uh I would say I would say D Hop is a, is a stellar. Oh, his I mean first absolutely. game back. Fourteen uh, targets. Fourteen targets, ten receptions, a hundred yards. He didn't reach the end zone, but I mean, still like oh, man. that that is a stellar game, considering it is his first game back for sure.
0: Yeah, he definitely had some people who kind of crapped the bed. Started with Uncle Lenny, man. He didn't want to show up, man. Against the Carolina Panthers, to be honest, the entire Tampa Bay offense didn't want to show up against the Carolina Panthers. Shocking! They were the biggest favorites, I think, all year, and they. It was like a
1: ten-point spread, right?
0: I think it was even more than that. It might have been thirteen and a half, actually. But I know they they were they they were minus eight hundred. Tampa Bay was, which is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I I had a I had a teaser cooked up with uh, Tampa Bay was in there. I think I teased sad that. Sad. I think I teased them to like, you know, minus like three or something like that. I think I had like a ten point teaser. Uh, yeah. What a it was Huff. like twenty. It was like twenty five to win like hundred and fifteen or something like that. That was the only leg that didn't hit.
0: Yeah, I will say he also has a couple of sellers on his team, Mister Dayrob, with a with a big old donut. I hate to see the big old donuts.
1: Yeah, um, you definitely do.
0: His name, you see it right there. He has it put as ET who like to the bench you go. Uh, No, uh, away you go, Mr. James Robinson to a new team. Etienne season is officially here guys, but Mac Jones getting him one point to like just a shitty, shitty week from some of his players. Honestly, 130 points is is not great, but doesn't like, you know, it's not too bad considering he had literally one point from his super flex and his regular flex.
1: It's you know. And his four points from his RB1. And from his
0: Yeah, RB. I mean, I think Kamara's is RB1. But, yeah, I agree.
1: Well, Leonard right. Fernandez has performed better, but, yeah. <sighs> I mean, are we really going to go there?
0: Can't disagree. Can't disagree. But Kamara's still better. I don't care what the fucking stats say. I guess. was hurt, and he's back, and he hasn't scored. He's him he. Moving on to the next game, though, we have Blurry Clapper and Big Flex, man um we actually both took a uh, big flex and he won so you know we were pretty spot on uh starting with the loser here because you know i feel like blurry clapper every week has been just downhill man what happened to this man at, at one point people were saying he was the favorite to win the league and this team is just little by little it's just deteriorating i mean if you're starting ryan Tannehill. It's it's ugly out there with Najee and, and like just some of these players.
1: He My uh guess. he he wins this game fairly comfortably, but bye weeks bye weeks are gonna do what bye weeks are gonna do. Um oh. you know, obviously if he has Stefan Diggs, if he has Josh Allen, if he has Miles Sanders, he wins this game comfortably. It's not even
2: a absolutely question.
1: but yeah, he definitely had a lot of sellers on his team, Ryan Tannehill being number one. Uh, and then DK Metcalf, unfortunately, getting injured, uh, and who could have predicted the Tampa Bay defense to get one point against the Carolina Panthers? That is a seller. Usually, you don't want to include that in the. It wouldn't no, be included yeah, in the sellers and sellers, but I mean, this is it's an elite defense, and they they got one point against a horrific. It's
0: an elite offense. defense, and that was an elite sell job. So that's why they're included. And Rondell Moore getting him four points after just coming off of, like, consistent PPR, you know, weeks is is rough for him. Yeah, but on the sure. other side, man, the, the Stellars for, for Flex, he doesn't really have anybody who particularly stands out. He just had a bunch of players kind of just go out, go out there and do their job. Zeke, you know, Pierce, Ayuk, stuff like that. Um, Terry. But hey, yeah, um, nobody in that. particular went crazy. But unfortunately, man, he's got Kyle Pitts on his roster. And boy, do I not envy this man at all. At all. The, the yeah. seller of the year is Mr. Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah, it is definitely unfortunate uh, for sure. Uh, why he has Pat fryer on the bench still is mind-boggling to me. Kyle Pitts is not. He's a great tight end. I'm not going to say he's not a good tight end. Kyle Pitts is not a good fantasy tight end at all. Yep. Uh, I think Pat Fryermuth should definitely be the starter for this guy uh, from here on out, for sure. Uh, his sellers, though, as we were just saying, Kyle Pitts. Can we really call it a sell? That is the. Are are we calling any Kyle Pitts disappointing performance a sell?
0: I mean, we. I think we have to because of where he's taken, and just. I mean, he sold by not starting Fryermuth over him. He still got the win, so it wasn't horrible. But like, yeah, at the same time, man, like Yeah. Um it, this is honestly if if you can get Kyle Pitts for like the minimal, like the just the, the, the worst like some fab. Up, get yeah, him for some fab. Get him for some fab. Like he should still be rostered because like we said the talent is there. And with the Falcons looking the way that they've been looking recently, I don't think it's too long before Desmond Ritter takes over. And who knows, maybe they throw the ball a little bit more because, you know, you don't want to go into next year's draft without having a, a true, um, like, grasp on, on your quarterback situation. Maybe Ritter looks like he's going to be the guy, and maybe he doesn't. But I, I think they're going to give him a shot here anytime soon.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that he he had a he... – just like he, how he had some, he didn't really have any Stellars. He also didn't really have that many sellers. Yeah. Uh, Debo nine points. It's unfortunate, but injuries are going to happen. Uh, you know, Debo tweaked his hammy. Uh, there was another wide receiver earlier in this year who tweaked his hammy, who everyone thought was going to, you know, we, I look, I'm looking here. I see Debo is day to day. Keenan Allen was day to day after his injury week one, he missed six weeks. Uh, yeah,
0: and and then some because he he wasn't really looking like himself. Last yeah, week. he
1: uh, he didn't play in the second half in in the yeah. Seattle game this past week. Uh, he said I think he came out and said that he just didn't feel like he could really pop. He didn't feel explosive, and he didn't want to force it and re-injure it. So good for him to take the initiative to you know sit himself down and not put himself in a worse situation than he already is. But I think it's important to monitor this Debo situation because hamstrings. Are no joke,
0: yeah. Look at ask Kadarius Tony, he's missed the whole year because of hamstrings literally the entire season. One hamstring and then the other. Um, hopping into your game, man, because we, you know, we're gonna gonna talk about your game here. Uh, Hunter for solid. I actually picked you to win, man, and you sold me. What is a bad
1: pick, bad, bad pick? What are you gonna do? Brees Hall probably goes for 30 points, he doesn't get injured. Let's be real here. Uh, Brees Hall is an elite. Uh, receiving option as we've seen in any, you know, he had 13 points and no targets. I think that he honestly goes crazy if he doesn't get injured, but it was, yeah, it's just a bad week for me overall. But what are you really going to do when Austin Eckler goes for 36 on your head?
0: Yeah. I was going to say your, your team doesn't really like, I guess your biggest seller is Pittman. Cause you know, 9.8 is not something you want to see. But, I mean, even 9.8, like, if that's your worst player on most weeks, you typically should win. But yeah, not have it's... anybody really pop aside from Mr. Raheem Mostert. Your quarterbacks, I would say, are kind of your seller though. Dak and Derek Carr. Um, obviously, Dak, for different reasons, and Derek Carr hasn't been performing. But Derek Carr, I feel like this year it's been the Josh Jacobs show, so he's kind of taken a back seat and not really been the guy that most people expected him to be, at least th- the guy that I expected him to be.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been a tough year for Derek Carr for sure. Uh, I don't think he's met projections once. Um, you would think getting a huge upgrade in the wide receiver position would bring up a quarterback's value, uh, especially quarterback like Derek Carr, who uh, you know has always he's always been like a middle of the pack guy, but he's never really had an elite option. I think his best option that he's had his entire career has been Amari yeah, Cooper. Think-
2: or, yeah, well, Crabtree, and Cooper Crabtree, because that, that was You're
1: Crabtree. Right. Yeah, but Amari Cooper in his rookie year, in his yeah. rookie years, his early years, was very good. I mean, he had Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro last year. But Derek Carr Never- has always had the talent, I think, to kind of perform really well in fantasy. But, I, I, yeah, I don't really know what's going on this season. My team has yeah. just been, Riddled. like you said, no, like you said, no sellers in particular. I guess you could say probably Derek Carr. And Michael Pittman but no Stellars Uh,
0: I would I would ask you because I I mean I know Brees Hall's out for the year and I mean so how comfortable do you feel going into the rest of the season with Mostert Harris David Montgomery Damian Harris that is David Montgomery and Dante Foreman as your RB2s because I'll be honest I despise that for you I think that's awful
1: yeah, it's really tough when you start the year with your running backs as Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams, and people look at you and they go, wow, that's a, probably the best, if not top two, top three running Absolutely. back rooms, yeah. running back rooms in fantasy uh, right now. And then you trade Christian McCaffrey because you don't have any wide receivers on your roster, but you still got Javante Williams, and then he tears his ACL. But it's okay because you have Breeze Hall and he's breaking out, and then he tears his ACL. Uh it's rough. I've literally done everything I can. I I don't think that a fantasy manager can do more than I've done <laughs> this season <laughs> uh in terms of trying to build a good roster. Uh I've gone I've done really good on waivers. I think I've done really good with trades. Um it's it's just it's just a rough injuries are killers. Injuries yeah. are killers. Um,
0: I will say for, for the injuries that you have um, in like, you know, had and stuff, I would say running back room isn't literally, it's not horrendous, but you know, I
1: not, think Rame Rame Mostert where he is a, is think. a more, Mostert is a solid start.
0: Yeah. RB to wish everyone. Yeah. Chase minimum.
1: Edmonds has, is literally losing his own job yeah. for himself. If Chase Edmonds figures out where his hands are, he may be able Somebody to get some back. snack snaps but yeah he cannot catch the ball it is horrendous uh raheem Mostert is showing that he can be the guy yep. uh and so you know and i think that the dolphins offense needs as a dolphins fan i think specific me i believe the dolphins offense needs to expand more it can't just be this one dimensional aspect where you have Tua dropping back and getting the ball out of his hands and you know 1.5 seconds to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, yes, it can work. We've seen it work. But defenses will pick up on it. Uh, Raheem are just kind of showing that he can perform well uh, yeah. as the RB1. Um, so I look for them to – his snap share is steadily increasing week after week. So I look for them to to get him in more, involved more. And I hope that they realize Chase Edmonds is not the pass catching back that they <laughs> – No, Chase
0: Edmonds is literally irrelevant for this team. Bring back Miles Gaskin. He'll do a better job. And with that, we move to Solid's team. He he beats you, I think, the Stellar. I mean obvious Austin Eckler. 37 points damn near. Just absolutely crushing George Kittle with a 24 points. You know, and I I would say I think again, not many sellers. Um Jamal Williams 7.3 and he lost a fumble so it was really around the 9.3 range like again just not really many sellers um, I think the seller for this man and I want to bring this up because it's not just this team it's literally every single league I'm ever in with solid is Brandon Cooks he has Brandon Cooks in every single league and this year he has been awful one of the f- you, you know just really bad
1: so yeah I
0: hope he sticks it through with his boy but yeah man uh, i
1: i do i do believe that brandon cooks will finish the year with a thousand yards he does it every year i don't know how he does it but he does
0: how many does he have currently he has
1: 281
0: i'm sorry man that's
1: he might get it done how many games you got left one two,
0: eight. Eleven games
1: he goes for a hundred if he goes for like 80 each game i think he got it which is not <sighs> unreasonable
0: I'm not going to take you I'm not taking you up on that offer. And I would say he beat you without Jalen Hurts. That's kind of my And biggest. Tyler Higby. And yeah, I mean I yeah, I guess Tyler well, Higby has been He's been pretty good, but he's got Kittle so you know. He's got Kittle
1: so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean what do you oh, I I have I mean I had AJ Brown, but are we really going to be here like can compare AJ Brown to Jalen Hurts? No.
0: No. Yeah, um totally understandable. You took your L to the chain. I think you can bounce back. I don't think your team's horrible. Maybe you should give yeah. up a trade or two.
1: I I am I'm like all out of trades. I can try, but <laughs> I'm training <traded laughs> you out.
0: You're in the kitchen, man. You gotta, you're in there with your team, man. You can't give up now. Yeah. Your roster is bad. You got some receivers to spare figure something out, man. Yeah, you want I'm some? Um, I'm chilling, man. I'm very chilling. Actually, we're okay. going to go to my matchup here as I I moved to five and two. I beat Tony Bananas. Uh, you know, pretty comfortably, I would say. Um, I'm gonna definitely talk about my seller, and I know y'all see Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews stack giving me just under 12 and a half points, and I won, so I am very grateful that I won. But my goodness, can we please get rid of Greg Roman as the OC? Um, I don't know if you know, but after the game, Lamar was asked by the by the media, by like the press. How come the passing game isn't working? Like what's going on? And he said, it's, t- it's very difficult to get into a rhythm when you pass 16 times a game. And I just, I literally think I couldn't have said that shit better myself. We have the most predictable offense as somebody who watches the Ravens every week. And I wouldn't even say I'm like a diehard, like, oh, they're running cover three here with this. And like, I'm not really that, but like, I literally know the entire Ravens playbook. I watch the game and I'm like, all right, run middle Gus Edwards. All right, run outside. All right, quarterback counter. It's the most predictable shit every time. I know when they're going to do it. They need to get better. And my bad, man. I had to round about my fucking they, they pissed me off.
1: Nah, you're okay. It's okay. Listen, <laughs> yeah. Um...
0: Spellers, <laughs> though. Talk about oh, Spellers. Yeah. Team Eno, we rise, man. I am all for You know, that's been my guy all year. I think I said he's better than James Conner, and he comes out here and he does what he did. James Conner hasn't done what he did this entire season. Um, Mike Evans. I would say my team just all in all was very good outside of those two. And Daniel Jones getting me a 30 bomb. Are you fucking kidding me? A, a, a hundred rushing yards. Is he ever dropped outside?
1: 30 in his career?
0: Oh, yeah. Come on, man. It's Daniel Jones, bro. He'd be running for 150 yards sometimes.
1: I'm, Let's number- look. I'm looking here. I'm looking. I'm looking.
0: I feel like he has. Yeah. Last year, week two. He dropped it. He's
1: dropped it
0: twice last Ooh,
1: year. Whoa. What happened in his rookie year? Okay, wait. One, two, he was, three. He was a demon. He's four. He had four 30-point games in his rookie year. He's had two since then, including last week.
0: So Three since then, including last week, correct, yeah. But yeah, man, and, and DJ Moore finally worked out for you, boy. We were talking about mentioning receivers who they need to get the ball more and this and that. Um, he's one of them, and I'm so glad that PJ Walker threw this man the ball 10 times. Boy, am I happy to see that. Man. I love DJ Moore. I doubt he's going to get traded, but if he does, that's even better for me because... You know the the teams that are trying to trade for him are very very elite. So I'll take that.
1: Get him, get him on the Chiefs.
0: Oh man, please! Don't tickle my fancy with that. PJ Walker
1: good. might be better than Patrick Mahomes, but whatever. We yeah. know. I, yeah, Uh, moving on to Tony's team here. Um, his sellers. Are we going to consider the Buffalo's Bills defense a seller? They uh, did not himself- play. <laughs> yeah. Uh he definitely sold himself. Um what's it called? Zach Ertz is not a great fantasy option, I don't really think. He's very inconsistent. Cortland Sutton, 5.3, nine targets. Backup quarterback though. Uh you know, how how it's it's kind of expected to get, you know, to get to get worse unless you're Tyreek Hill, obviously. Uh when you're playing with a backup quarterback. Uh but do
0: you think that's the case? Because I actually disagree with that take.
1: Uh yes, I definitely think so. It's because let's let's I like mean, let's let's pick another let's pick another mid tier option. Right. Actually, okay, we don't even so. need to. we don't even need to. How about this? We will come back to this next week or two weeks from now and we will look at a player who I think is in a very similar boat as Cortland Sutton in terms of Michael fantasy Pittman? viability, Michael Pittman. Exactly. Okay. Michael Pittman. With Sam Ellinger at the helm, we will look and see how he performs, right? Dude, and if he I am if-
0: so pro Pittman, I think people I think people are so quick to jump off of ships. We've seen it this year several times. Literally, we've spent the whole year seeing it. Geno Smith has done what Russ did to DK and Lockett and then some. Like they've been just as good. That's just one example. Um when Teddy and and um the the Thompson kid, you know, Tyreek Hill was still performing. How that's Tyreek Hill though. But, st- but, but check me out, though. McLaurin is still performing. CeeDee Lamb is still performing. Like, I think that with-
1: Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, but I'm not going to get into yeah.
0: that. Yeah, but re- regardless, I'm just saying, like, these elite tier receivers, if they're elite tier receivers, they will work with whatever quarterback, point blank, period. But
1: are we putting, here's the real question, are we putting Cortland Sutton in an, as an elite tier receiver? No.
0: Right, no, I mean Cortland Sutton no specifically uh I don't think you know he they had enough time to prep and stuff like that, and he come on man, he's getting guarded by sauce man, you know anything saucy out here is just it's it, it's elite, and sauce Gardner is literally elite Clamp that, head, shit up. Man. so I mean, I'm not gonna blame him, but like pittman i, I if, if people are selling Pitman, go get you Michael Pittman, that's all I'm gonna say on that subject, <clears <clears <throat> yeah. <laughs> As somebody who has Michael Pittman, he's trying to trade him. I don't want him, but I mean, I'm just saying.
1: uh, You want Michael Pittman?
0: No, no, no. I'm chilling, man.
1: No. Okay, okay, okay. Give me Saquon.
0: Uh, We'll talk. Okay. okay, okay. okay. Denied.
1: We talked. That's Uh, as
0: far as the combos you're going to go.
1: He's really only got one stellar. uh, Actually, no, two. David Njoku. But David Njoku is out for two to five weeks with a high ankle sprain. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but I think the big, big name, one of the biggest names on the week is Kenneth Walker, rookie running back, breakout year.
0: I call him Kenny Two-Steppers, man. I love that, man. Kenny
1: Two-Steppers, man. He just, yes.
0: He, he'd be two-stepping everywhere. Two-stepping he, to the end zone two times.
1: He went crazy. He had He had 28.8 points with no targets. I guess he is not a pass catching back. I don't. I didn't really do my scouting report on Kenneth Walker, but
0: he is. But they have DJ Dallas, and I know as a UM fan, you know, like that's kind of his. Yes, they actually have
1: two. They have two. Yeah, Very and, and uh, Travis. Travis Homer. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, I think Kenny Walker. It's time to sell him. Personally, mm-hmm. go get as much as you can for him, bro. I don't care. Have you seen his team? He traded. He traded away. Uh, he got Clyde for Alvin Kamara. That's the biggest seller there is for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, this no, I don't know why though. he I don't know why he uh did that trade. I thought he got fleeced I told for him. sure. I'm a Clyde Edwards Alaire hater. I don't care what his I I don't care what the nope. fantasy point says. I, I mean, look at like the staff Yeah, no, yeah, Pacheco just, started last game. He he got yeah, more carries, it's, it's he had more receptions, Clyde Edwards Alaire took a touchdown. So yeah, his his fantasy value is pretty yeah. much you know, barring a Pacheco injury, it is non-existent. But yeah, rest of his roster, nothing too exciting. A bunch of yep. middle of the pack players.
2: Um, Going but, from
0: yeah. what you just said about not nothing too exciting, let's talk about Swiftman. Oh, and seven, brother. Oh, seven. This guy stinks.
1: <laughs> My God! Just he put, awful, up, a, he put a, up a valiant effort, I will say. One forty-one. Whoa! What's going on here? What
2: is going on here?
1: We got a. With somebody, somebody snuck in here. What you got to say? What you got to say here, Swift?
2: Just, just be quiet. All right. Just need a little silence right now. Team's gone cold, I'm wondering why I set my lineup at all. Most points against clouds up my window. And I can't see at all. And even when I lose, my friends are standing tall. It reminds me that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Dear Eli, I'm happy for you in the end. No one I'd rather lose to than my best friend. Many people I think I'm tripping because I'm 0 7. I hate to say this, but you're all just self projecting. Your mental as strong as Matt Ryan's arm. I've been doing this for years, I am not alarmed. I take things week to week like DeAndre Swift. Once he comes back, my team might just shift to gear 4, 5, 6, and up. Week 14, I might just be 7 up. Even if I don't, I won't take my foot off the gas. I treat every play and game like it's my last. Many men praying on my downfall every week. Bulletproof like Brian shots got me smiling cheek to cheek. The cook got lamb marinating for dinner. I can't lose when my friends end up as winners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing to say,
0: guys. That,
1: <laughs> what a beautiful performance.
0: What a fucking performance. If only his team can perform as good as he did.
1: Yeah, he honestly. But, yeah, he would be. He would be undefeated. That is unfortunate. Um,
0: we're going to get to his team here. Right? I'm.
1: I'm. I'm shocked. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to give I, you
0: some time to process that. I'm going to let, as you, as I'm gonna let you. I'm
1: going to let you. I'm going to let you take this one. You can go ahead and take the whole the whole thing.
0: <laughs> he needs to recover. So I mean, his seller Matt Ryan, clear as day. Just traded for him. If he would have been anywhere halfway decent, he might have you know stood some kind of a chance. But I will, I will say um, Rashad Bateman's been selling him all year. I don't think it's really Bateman. I think it's the coach, like I've said. But the rest of his lineup wasn't horrendous. His second QB spot is also selling him. So just his quarterbacks in general, I think, cost him this L. But, man, I want to give myself some props, uh, Hunter, because he texted me and he was like, he needed some intel on the Ravens team. He was like, oh, what should I do? He's like, tell me the truth. Who's who's going to be the running back over there? I was like, dude, Kenyon Drake, it's a mirage. Justice Hill, it's a mirage. Gus is back, man. And when the Gus, Gus bus, here, you ride that shit till it breaks, man. And Gus, Gus bus came in there 16 for 66 and two tutties. This is the only wa- We're not even doing a waiver wire segment because this is the only guy you should be picking up off of waivers. Point like point blank period, somebody who's gonna be long term, like not just like a one to, to two week solution. Uh JK Dobbins is out for four to six weeks. That might turn into the whole year. You never know with the Ravens. And Gus looks like the guy got two goal line carries, got all the goal line carries, I should add. And he really didn't play the second half. It was a lot of Kenyon Drake because he was still getting his feet back up under him. Um, and you know, I'll give myself some props for that, man.
1: Props. I'll, I'll, I'll you... give you props.
0: Thank you, man. I'll let you talk about uh El Carbo's stack of the the stellar stack.
1: I mean, yeah. um, He should have lost this week. Uh, Honestly, Swift should have gotten his first win, but what are you going to do when Joe Burr and Jamar Chase combined for damn near, damn, yeah, damn near 80 points. Uh, He had, that's, if we're really if we're just being honest here, he had two stellars and the rest sellers. That's that's really all I can say. Joe Burrow, he went off 34 completions, 481 yards, three touchdowns. He ran for one-two, which sucks as a Joe Mixon owner. My heart hurts. Um Jamar Chase yes. went nuclear he reception victory by that by that yeah. stack eight receptions 130 yards two touchdowns and i mean well and he had another one don't forget hayden hurst he he, he, he he's all in on the bangles someone trade this man joe mixon get him get him on the roster um <laughs> yeah his sellers are 100% amon-ra unfortunately you know Big injured injury. yep um Robert Woods, can we really call it a seller? It's not that great. Um and yeah, unfortunately, Amon Ra, CMC, I don't really I don't really yeah, we can call it a seller, but I think we can cut him some slack.
2: Yeah, just it got traded. Second.
1: He doesn't know the playbook. I think I think you give CMC another week, you know, he will he will figure it out. He'll learn that playbook. And I think that the 49ers overall will become a way better team. Um,
0: I fully agree with you on every single one of those takes. His team, unfortunately, he got carried um, for Joseph's sake. Um, Eli's team just carried him, willed him to a victory, and with that, um, we're just going to pull up the league standings just so you guys can get an idea. Every matchup that played against each other this week had the same record prior to the matchup. The only one that didn't was Joseph and Eli. And I know you see your boy up there flirting with uh, flirting with first place, man. The only loss Herbert has um, just, just is to your boy. So I'm I feel very confident. I know we didn't even talk about Etienne and he's on my bench. Oh, dude. Come on, guys. I love to see it. Um, Other than that, man, I don't really got much to say. I know you're down there in the dumps right now, man. Ninth place, but only 50 waiver Um, fab is crazy. I don't yeah. Know how you're gonna turn this around? I want to see what you're gonna do, man. Maybe you got another couple of trades up your sleeve. Uh, I think the trade that you made with Eli somehow made both of you guys like like your teams got worse. Like they stopped performing, or you know, y'all started losing games. Yeah, like, it's I don't
1: crazy. I don't really. I wasn't winning games prior to that trade, but yeah, I think it's okay because that trade cancels out with the trade that I made with you, right? Like it evens out. Cause like I guess I would say that my team got worse with the trade with Eli, but it was a necessary evil, right? Like I needed to happen. I didn't have any wide receivers on my roster. I needed a wide receiver option. AJ Brown was that guy. He threw in David Montgomery and Damian Harris. And honestly, if Damian Harris doesn't get hurt that one week and remind Steven doesn't blow up, I think Damian Harris still is like the RV one in that backfield. Uh he was performing he was performing super well uh prior Stevenson's to that injury. Though. Stevenson may be better, but uh, what's it called? It
0: would it would still be a split, but I think I would never, I would not consider starting Damian Harris in my lineup unless there's an injury. I am, regardless of injuries, I'm starting Stevenson every week from this point forward. I agree. That's just my favorite.
1: I think I think for sure you oh. have to start Stevenson, but it's okay because I fleeced you. Uh, so I digress. Fleeced?
0: It's a strong word, man, but I, I, I'll, I'll give i give it to you. devontae has been cooking for you. Um, Mark Andrews had a down week, but luckily my team is five and two. So I have, I have not lost much. Yeah, so, it,
1: it is unfortunate, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do?
0: Anyway, wow. It happens to all of us, man. Thank you for tuning in. This was hopefully, it's probably the shortest episode we've done. Actually. Um, I hope you guys like the content so far. Remember to subscribe, follow us. We are on Twitter, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, man. So make sure y'all check us out there. And thank you, Hunter, for joining us. Swift for that legendary Grammy uh, nominating performance. I'll make sure I send him a medal because that was truly spectacular. Bad Bunny could never. (laughs) And um, as always, guys, stay saucy, my friends.